What up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And this is episode 28. Fuck, bro, 28. The numbers aren't even like really, um, I don't know. I feel like we're getting good at the whole process. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Before it was like, fuck, episode one, four hours of like figuring out what to do. We're going to have to get some updated equipment pretty soon, man. That's true. Our shit is kind of, well. We'll figure that out. All right. Well, we start every episode with the one got to go. And uh, this episode is like we typed in, I guess, basically it's just things to do, right? Or like. It's like rec. It's rec like things. Yeah. Like. Recreational activities. But they're along the same lines. So we got bowling, uh, trampoline parks, mini golf, laser tag. I think these are all things that cost what, fifteen bucks to like do, maybe. Yeah, it's it's not too expensive to do any of these really. So they're on a budget friendly side as well. And you do them in groups too. It's not like something you do by yourself. Well, I guess you could trampoline park by yourself or bowl, but that'd be weird. You could do them all by yourself, but it'd just be boring. Yeah, yeah, these definitely have to be done in groups for the most part. Are you want to go first or second? Uh, I will go. I'll go first. All right, cool. Yeah, so my first one off of here is going to be it's going to be bowling. You getting bowling off first? Yeah, yeah. Out of all these, it's the one I've done the most. Um even as an adult, I've gone bowling quite a bit. Um Yeah, I mean, it's just a good time. You get together with a bunch of people, get a lane. I think you can have like up to 7 or 8 people. Um most recently, I went bowling with like a work group thing. It was probably a couple months ago, but that was a good time. And are you good at bowling? Like, what's your like? If you had to guess what your record is, like your like best shit. So like a perfect's like three hundred, right? Yeah, I think I've gotten like two twenty. <laughs> You've gotten a two twenty? I think. I mean, That's I, I don't good, bro. Yeah, it was over two hundred. I don't think I've ever gotten two hundred. I think my best is like a one eighty or some shit. Yeah. So I mean. It's also weird to me how like bowling works because they give you these special shoes. What the fuck is, are they even for? It's so you don't slip? It's so you don't slip, man, because they like... But they seem very slick underneath, so that's what's kind of mamba. I think it's also so you don't scuff, maybe, so you don't scuff there. Oh, yeah, because it's waxed. That makes more sense, actually. So you don't fuck up all their shit. Yeah, but even when I see like professional bowlers, I wish I could bowl like that because they like curve that shit. Perf- I can curve the ball. Really? Like... It almost like makes like a hump. Yeah, yeah. Comes back. I can curve it the way they curve it, but like with no accuracy. You know what I mean? Like they do it and they know what they're doing, and I do it just to see if I can get it to curve, and then I hit like three pins. No, when I'm playing, like I just I'm like, just throw it as hard as you can. Throw it as hard as you can. So you're taking bowling off number one? Yeah, bowling's gonna be my number one. You know what's weird about bowling? Huh? Like it's fun. I like bowling. It's dope. But I also feel like. You go there as a group and you kind of want to socialize, but the pace of the game, you don't really socialize with the whole group because there's always someone taking a turn and then the next person's up like right away. You know, like no one ever really takes those breaks or like no one's bowling and you guys are just like chilling and then, oh, it's my turn. Let me go do my thing. 
Yeah, I don't know. Every time I've gone, it's been pretty casual. Like people are sitting and talking, and then whenever it's the next person's turn, they go up. But hmm. and you always do more than one game, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like two or three games for sure. Yeah, I mean you gotta. But it was funny because the day we went bowling, we could bowl as much as we wanted, and I think we only played one game. I don't know. I guess bored people or something. All right, so bowling comes off number one for you. Bowling number one. This list is hard for me because I feel like I enjoy doing all of these. And it just kind of depends on my mood at the time. Yeah. I think I'm taking taking the trampoline park off number one. Really? Yeah. Uh, they're not they're like relatively new to me. Cause I feel like we've had some here when I was like a teenager. I was like 18, I think was the first time I ever even went to a trampoline park. I didn't even know they fucking existed. It's a pretty new thing. I don't think they had them back when we were kids. Because, like, I'm sure they were, like, in bigger places. But, like, here where we live, I think we only had um, jump time. And it wasn't even, like, huge. It was, like, a smaller trampoline thing. But now there's, like, four or five huge-ass ones. And trampoline parks, man, I like the dodgeball. The dodgeball is fucking fun. Just fucking throwing the ball at some fucking little 13-year-old kid's face. Oh, fuck you, kid. <laughs> God damn it. We, we've gone to, like, trampoline parks for my little brother's birthday, I think, like, two or three times. Uh-huh. And uh, honestly, all you need is, like, an hour, maybe two hours. But in an hour, if you're actually jumping, you're fucking tired, bro. That shit is a workout. And most trampoline parks have, like, like weird like side attractions you know it's not just trampolines some of them have that like that ramp thing that you run up like kind of in like american ninja warrior shit yeah and some of them have basketball hoops and shit too yeah so you can do dunks because like i'm fucking five seven bro i'm never gonna dunk on a real hoop (laughs) but in a trampoline park i'm out here doing like 360 under the feet fucking back dunks and shit you just need a little help man yeah you need to bounce and um, the foam pits are dope as fuck, too. Because you can go for, like, the double backflips, triple backflips into the foam pit, just in case you're too scared to try it, like, on an actual trampoline. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I, I'm i just going to say, that's my number two, the trampoline park. Um, main reason is I take my kids there. I used to take my kids there all the time. We haven't more recently, but... They just love that shit, dude. And then they don't get tired. It gets them tired as hell. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, like you fucking breathing I mean, when heavy. You're, when you're little, um, you got a lot of energy. I mean, a lot of energy, and it really helps them burn off that energy. And I mean, they have fun too along the way because the foam pits, man. I remember one time my kid was crossing like one of the what would you call those? Like those little bridges, They're like a like bridges. a beam, like a beam, yeah. The ones where like they fight each other, with and the he sticks. fell in, and he was all freaking out, so I had to jump in and pull him out. But because he couldn't get out, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I haven't personally played in a trampoline park as a kid. I jumped a lot on trampolines. I can only imagine like a room full of trampolines. Fuck, dude, you remember your neighbor, bro? Okay, so Pablo here had a friend or one of his best friends named Zach, right? And like. I spent the night at his house and we go over to Zach's house to jump on their trampoline and his mom makes me sign like a fucking waiver. She like, she like writes out a waiver in like a notebook and she's like, sign this. So like, she's not liable. Like if I get hurt, right. I'm like, I don't even know how old I am. What? 13. 
Yeah, we and were I'm, young. And I'm just not like, even 13. Fuck. Yeah, maybe even younger. And I was like, um, okay. Oh, yeah, whatever. So I just fucking signed this thing and I jump on their trampoline. It was the weirdest experience I've ever had when it comes to like using someone's trampoline or like someone's pool, you know? Because she made me sign like a thing. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, I mean, she didn't really know us. Yeah, exactly. So I think that was the main reason, but it actually turned out to be like, like one of our best friends. Yeah, I just mean like culturally, it's just like it a was shock, like a right? weird thing. Yeah, because like because like there, but like if you go to anyone, like if I went to like my uncle's house and they had a trampoline, they wouldn't give a shit, you know. And then if you fell off, they'd probably laugh at you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there's no way. If even if I went to like one of my dad's friends' houses and jumped on the trampoline, that would never happen. But different times, man, and yeah. you know, like you said, different cultures. I'm gonna say, so yeah, that was a funny trampoline experience. So you're taking trampoline park number two now? Yeah. Because your kids love that shit? Yeah, basically because my kids love it. I mean, we got a trampoline in our backyard, and anytime any kid comes over, like... That's where they go. That's like the first place they go to, you know? Have you guys done the... uh, There's this thing they put in some trampoline parks where it's like a rotating pole. Basically, it spins in circles. Uh And there's trampolines along it in circles, and you have to jump over the pole or under it. No, I've never... That's a surprise what you're telling me right now. We were doing that. And, like, the person can make it spin as fast as they want, right? Uh-huh. So, like, I was like, hey, man, we're older. So, like, because we were there for my little brother's birthday, but it was, like, me and my sister and, like, her boyfriend were doing it. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, we're older, so fucking crank that shit up as fast as you can. And uh, they were moving it. And my sister's boyfriend, like, tries to go for a backflip over the thing. And, <laughs> fuck, like, midair. Does not fully rotate and it just falls on his back right on the ground. I think I remember seeing a video of that. That was the funniest shit, bro. Yeah. Fuck. Trampoline parks are fucking dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I always think that too because some of them have like fucking American Ninja courses. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They got the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Like an obstacle course and like rock climbing walls and shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's your number two. So you went bowling, trampoline park, and so far I've gone trampoline park. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Number two is hard, bro. I think I'm going to go bowling number two. It's pretty much just a switch of years. I think bowling's fucking fun, and bowling's got that, um, like, the black light nights. You know where you go in there, like the black lights are on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they and they get the pins like have colors, and like if a certain pin is at the front of the ten, and it's a colored one, and you hit a strike, like you get um, I don't know, you win a popcorn or you win a free game or something uh, like that, right? What kind of fucking boys and girls club are you hanging out at, man? <laughs> Not our, our local bowling alley down here does that. Oh, like really? on, on a certain night, yeah, like there's like a black light night, and they like give away shit. Yeah, like if you hit a strike. Off of like a, where there's like a glowing pin in the front. It's like a colored one, like neon colors and shit. Then you win like a different prize. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's motivational, bro. And then there's always like, <laughs> this is going to sound fucking dick as fuck. But you know, you go bowling with your friends and you go to like a black light thing and some kid's got a stain on his pants and then you're just fucking talking shit because the black light shows the stain. <laughs> And you're just like, oh man, what's that? I wonder what that is. You, oh, you fucking sick piece of shit, bro. Yeah, my friend that you're talking about with the trampoline, um, 
they used to actually do parties at the bowling alley and it was pretty dope like know? birthday parties yeah you'd like eat pizza and just hang out and fucking bowl even though like most of us sucked at bowling back then like guttering them all the time bro <laughs> that's when you use the bumpers yeah no no that's not cool we usually compete i think when I was in Salt Lake, we went bowling, uh-huh. and we were like, whoever gets the lowest score has to like pay for everybody's bullshit, you know, to make it like competitive as fuck. I always like adding competition to anything, man. It, it makes it like, like you know, if there's nothing on the line, I feel like people don't give a shit. Exactly. Until like something's actually up for grabs, you know. Yeah, then it makes it like worthwhile. That's that's when the adrenaline kicks in, the like competitiveness and shit. Yeah, that's true as fuck. All right, so I went trampoline bowling. You went bowling trampoline. You get. We both have mini golf and laser tag left. Give me pros, cons, reasons why. This is hard. It's very hard because I can honestly say these two things I've played a pretty much the same amount of times because you know there's only one place for mini golf and laser tag that I know of here in Idaho. All right. Um. And whenever I go, I or whenever I did go when I was younger, I always did both of these things. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna start off with mini golf. Like the pros for mini golf, you get to go outside. Um, you can do it in a group as well and see who who's the better golfer, which does take quite a bit of skill. Um, laser tag, it's dope. It's dark. Like it's got that black light scores. aesthetic in there too, yeah. right? You get to see scores. Um, you know, you can be on opposite teams from people on your family or be on the same team as them and kick somebody's ass. Um, mini golf, like the mini golf we have here, if you make a hole in one in one of those, like a big ass tiki head throws a bunch of flames up into there. Yeah, like if you're using the, if you hit the, get to the special holes, right? Like the tiki thing or yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I think there's another one, but I don't remember what the other one is because there's one on each side, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that's pretty dope as well. Um, I don't know, because both of them are, are pretty fun, you know? But I think cons for both of them, like, it's golf, you know? <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> no, nobody likes. Like, I don't know. I guess people like golf, but it's golf, man. <laughs> like, I've always wanted to try, like, actual golf, like at a course. It's funny that you You're, say that. Yeah. My brother was just talking about how he's going to start golfing. Yeah, he invited me to play oh, with him. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was like, yeah, just go do what I did. Go buy some clubs at, like, uh. Um, a thrift store, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't know how to play, why do you need to buy good glo- good clubs, right? First, go fucking do it with the shitty ones yeah, and just yeah. see if you like it. I've always wanted to try it, bro. I feel like it's something that would be fun to do. Like on a normal, not on a super hot day, but like on a nice day, just out there chilling with the friends, just fucking golfing. golfing, not even being good at it. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard about a lot of like golfing etiquette. And yeah, I'm sure I there's there a lot is. of assholes out there. I'm sure there's etiquette. So... Oh, it's funny that you say that. Just a quick story um, that he invited you because right before he moved out, he got like an Amazon package. And I was like, what's that? He's like, oh, it's my golfing tees. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he fucking bought like shirts to go golf in. Oh, like T-shirts. Yeah, like, yeah. like tees, like the little things you set no, the ball no, on. Yeah, it was like a, a fucking golf shirt. Why not just go get those at like Ross? Ross has a shit ton of golf shirts. It's just more convenient, man, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. But um, anyways, getting back to this mini golf. Laser tag. I'm going to go with laser tag. You keeping just, laser tag? Yeah. I just like it a lot more. It's a lot quicker. Like, 
a mini golf game can take like an hour. I think if I remember right, a fucking laser tag match is like 20 minutes. So you can get a lot more reps in and stuff, play different people. Um, so yeah, mini golf's going to go for me. Maybe if there was more mini golf ranges here, it'd be a different answer, but uh, I don't know. Mini golf just ain't it for me. All right. So you keep in laser tag, getting rid of mini golf. Yep. All right. Well, here's my things. Okay. Laser tag. I think it's super fun, and at the laser tag place we have here, I'm a fucking beast. But there's an there's a thing about it that's too easy. Like they have home bases, and you can shoot the home base, and your score like goes up a lot compared to like using your shots to shoot people, right? Uh huh. And uh, it used to be only one floor, right? So you there really wasn't any competitive advantage yeah there was just no competitiveness i felt like i felt like it was too you could see people too easy you there was no real strategy because there was nowhere to really go yeah right then they added the upstairs and it made it a little bit better but laser tag is the kind of thing that i feel like would be fucking cool as fuck if you really you really need a big big space you know like i don't know fucking dimensions and shit but i want to say like picture like a Walmart and then just picture the grocery side of it. Right. Where like all those aisles, like those 12 aisles that go back or whatever it is from the front of the store all the way to the end. I just like put a wall there and then make that whole hallway, like a big laser tag. I feel like that would be good. Even if it had an upstairs downstairs, you know, it's funny as you're saying this, I was just thinking like mini golf, you can integrate like a big place to just be solely for mini golf. And I was like, can you really do that with laser tag? But you know what you could integrate laser tag into? Like paintballing. Like if people don't want to get messed up with paintballs, they could do laser tag in like a paintball arena. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They need a bigger space. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. And I've always wondered that too. Like, because I mean, even at like Walmart and shit, you can buy like a novice laser tag kit. Yeah, those little sets. Yeah, and those. The Nerf stuff. I've had some of those and they fucking suck, dude. Like, well, I think that's why they, when you go to a regular place that does it, it's all black lighted up so that the laser actually like, you know, travels farther than it would in the sunlight or regular nighttime light. Yeah. Yeah. Like doing like a big laser tag game in the dark, maybe even like, yeah, that'd be dope as hell. Like, cause it would probably be outside if it was like a paintball arena. I don't know. That's a crazy ass yeah. idea. And then another problem I have with laser tag is, um, the set of rules that are in place. I feel like you should be able to run and you should be able to like, I don't want to say like fucking climb shit, but like climb shit pretty much like not like scale the building, but like the they, way they set these fucking places up, there's all kinds of like big old little towers, smaller towers. So you should be able to like get on one or hide like in the middle or, you know? Yeah, I agree. Like levels would be dope. I feel like it would, they would have to be like, not like, two stories right just like things you can climb on yeah yeah like like a rock or yeah, just yeah. any like you know a fake rock obviously but something to give you like levels in the game yeah i agree with that all right and then when i think of mini golf um first of all i love playing it but there's things i, I that bug the shit out of me first you can never play a game at your fucking pace 
even if I brought only one other fucking person, there's someone trying to play through. There's people behind you. There's people in front of you. That's so true. You get bunched up at the start of every hole or at the end. And then some people. It's fucking annoying. To be it's honest. fucking annoying, dude. Because like your group comes up. You got like four people in your plane, right? Then the other group comes right behind you and they want they're just standing there fucking looking at you. Right. Yes. And then you finish yours and you move up and you're like, oh, I'm going to just go to the next one. And then you're waiting because there's people at the next one. And then there's the asshole kids who walk by like four holes just to play the hole in front of all the people that isn't being played. Jesus Christ. So you never even finish a real game. I don't think it, you rarely ever get all nine holes or the 18 holes, whatever you're doing. You rarely ever get the nine on one side without having to skip or having to like wait for someone to finish. It's funny that you say that because now that I remember like the mini golf games I ever played, Definitely never finished them. Like, and then there was the asshole kids that would just cheat just to see like the tiki fire come out. Yeah, yeah, they just climb over to throw it in the yeah, hole and stuff. Fucking ridiculous. There's no fucking pride, bro. Yeah, fuck. But uh, like a pro for lazy, for uh, mini golf is, it's fun, and I feel like the bragging rights in mini golf because there's more skill in mini golf than laser tag. Uh huh. Right. You, or at least you feel like there is. Like if someone hits a hole in one, they're talking mad shit. You know, like if your team, if a team beats a team in laser tag, it's a team win. Yeah. Or or even if you have the highest score, it's cool. But like, I feel like a hole in one in mini golf, that's shit talking time, bro. <laughs> you, fucking, you hit that hole in one, and you just look your friend in the eye, and you're like, what, bitch? I don't know, oh, man. Personally, like, getting a higher score in laser tag, you're, you're right, though. Like, you could still talk shit, but it's not as big as like hitting that hole in one. You're right. Yeah, the hole in one, bro, because nobody does it that much. Yeah, fuck. You know? So, and then there's also like, you can be a dick in mini golf in a fun way, but you can't laser tag. So, like, if your friend, his ball's like right next to the hole, right? Yeah. And you have no shot at making it. You just fucking hit it at his ball, you know, just to, you know, <laughs> to try to even it out. Yeah. God damn. <clears throat> so I think for me, I'm taking mini golf just because my, the mini golf I have available to me is better than the laser tag I have available to me. That's true. That's true. I would agree with that. Cause that's the only reason I would take it. I mean, I, they're both equally fun to me, but our mini golf course is just better than our laser tag arena. It's kind of funny. Cause like, it's like, it's like your piece you're picking between two pieces of trash because honestly they're both trash. Like the mini golf course is crap, but I would agree that the laser tag course is more You're trash. talking about the two that we have. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, the two that we have aren't that great. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty horrible, but I would agree that the mini golf is better than the laser tag arena wise. Alright, so you lost uh mini golf and I lost laser tag. Damn man, I can't believe it. <laughs> and I want to throw something in here that like I feel like people are going to fucking ask me. Yes, we could have included go-karts, but go-karts is just so much better than all four of these. What a trip. I, I didn't even think about that until we were just talking about the last two. I was like, fuck. Go-karts would have been cool in here, but you're right. Go-karts would kick ass on all these. Yeah, exactly. Like Go-karts, I think it's different than these. Because these are like, I mean, go-karts are casual. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, just the way it's done, I feel like it's different. And I mean, there's I don't think it really go kart places here too. So 
There is a standalone, huh? And it's way better than any. Those go pretty fast, and it's expensive as shit. I think you have to have like a real driver's license to use those. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, so we didn't include go karts because we just felt like it was, I don't know, too lopsided. You know? Yeah, I would definitely agree with you on that for sure. Or at least we personally thought if you hate go karts, that's on you, bro. We think they're (laughs) fucking dope as shit, and they would have shat on all of these things. Damn. What was the order again? What was it? I went I went trampoline, bowling, mini golf. And I went uh bowling, trampoline, laser tag, mini golf. Alright, cool. Shit, well, you know, let us know if we missed any wreck items you might do. Cause I mean I'm sure there's a shitload. There's other stuff, but I feel like these all fall in what I would call like the birthday party. Probably things people have done the most. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I, you can have. I look at these four and I think, if I had a kid, I could throw their birthday party there. That's true. That's true. Right. I don't know if I would throw my kid's birthday party at like, the rock climbing gym, unless he's like fifteen or four, six, fourteen. And he'd have to be into that shit, man. To be <laughs> honest. Yeah, it's not like the <laughs> casual birthday party. Yeah, though. yeah. Because I mean, yeah, you're you're one hundred percent right, man. Well, All fuck. Right. We're going to cut to commercial and then come back with some shit. Commercial time. All right, we're back. Um, We have a bunch of stuff that happened that we're going to talk about. But this is something that I want to tell you because it's something that happened recently kind of to me. that Not to me, but like where I was, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so, <laughs> so I'm at home and I just walk outside. Uh, I think this is Friday, right? Okay. I go out there and... um. I'm going to just shoot some basketball hoops in my apartment complex. And I see my little brother and his friends. And two kids are fucking arguing. And they're like, they're brother, they're two brothers, right? Okay. And they're, I don't know, one's like 13, one's like 12, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're in each other's face just fucking arguing, right? And I was like, what's going on? And I guess they were fighting over like who gets a turn on a bike. <laughs> right because they were like who gets to ride the bike first or they made some sort of deal on like who gets the bike for certain times so they're fighting over it and you know i pay no mind to it i think it's a little funny that they're arguing but then it starts going to blows right okay right so like the younger kid or at least from what i remember the younger kid rushes the older kid and the uh let me describe them first the younger one they're about the same height but the younger one is like beefier he's like chunky uh-huh and the older one is like skinny like not like skinny buff but like fucking a twig so was it the kid that was here yeah it was oh, the kid okay, that was okay. here but um so they start fighting and the older kid grabs him and like headlocks him to the ground and if you've ever seen a fight you know when you get headlocked to the ground like it's pretty much over until like somebody gets stands you up and they can fight again uh-huh. like, he's just gonna hold him in the headlock the whole time right yeah yeah so they're doing that and i was like uh, all the other kids are watching, you know, cause kids fucking love watching fights and I'm standing there and I'm looking, I look around, I see like a little girl who's like five. I see like another little kid who's like three, some lady sitting outside. And then in my head, I was like, damn, I feel like I have a, some sort of social responsibility here to like stop these kids from fighting. <laughs> all right. Right. So like I walk over and I separate them and i'm like what's going on why are you guys fighting and they're like then they tell me the whole bike thing right okay but the younger kid is not having it you know he's mad he's like move it's between me and my brother man move and i hold him back for like two three minutes and i'm like i walk away and then they just go at it again right and then in my head i'm just like well fuck maybe i should just let them 
bang it out a little bit to get it out of their system. Yeah, they're not yeah, going to yeah. stop if I get in the way. So then they start fighting, fighting. And this time they're throwing like actual punches, right? The little chunky kid is fucking giving this other kid like fucking hits to the face. And the other kid's like punching him in the stomach. And uh, it kind of settles. They, they kind of just hit each other a bunch. And there's, and then the other kids end up finally getting in the way. You know, they're like, oh, it's over. It's over, right? Uh-huh. So uh, all the kids stop the fighting. Uh, both those kids are still mad, but the younger one, like, calms down. So he starts trying to play basketball. But the older one's still getting in his face, right? Okay. So the older one's like, oh, what, bitch? Come on, we're still doing this? Do something. Do something. Right? <laughs> and then another 13-year-old kid who's, like, as old as the older kid is there. Uh-huh. And then they start arguing, Right. And I'm there still because I'm just shooting basketball. Okay. And then those two go at it and the the random the other kid who's not related to them like tackles that guy down and starts choking him. And again, I'm in my head and I'm like, damn it, I think I have to stop this. So I go over there and I separate them. These kids are so fucking small, dude. I fucking I pick this kid up. He weighs like two fucking pounds, like nothing. Uh-huh. I, and I pick him up and I just start walking away with him. Just like walking over and I put him down. I'm like, calm down. Why are you guys even fighting? I was like, if you're going to do this shit, you're not supposed to do it where everybody can see it. Go fucking behind. Go hide behind something. Beat the shit out of each other. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. So anyway, that happened. That that was just my experience on Friday. All right. Okay. Go to Saturday. I go into work. uh, Regular day. Later on, it's like 11 o'clock. This kid comes in and he does the same thing I do at work. You know, he knows how to bread the chicken and shit, right? So I look at I look at him right in the eyes and I go, hey, cover for me for a couple minutes. I got to go to the bathroom, right? He says yes and then talks to me about something. I don't know what specifically, but like he acknowledged that he was going to cover for me and then he talked to me for a little bit, right? Okay. And up to that point, I had already finished everything that I had to do. I mean, they bring ch- they bring like pants and shit back, so you got to keep breading stuff. But that's only if, like, it comes back, right? Okay. So there's nothing there as I tell him that. Because I made sure to finish so I could, like, go to the bathroom. And he would just have to start from whatever they gave him, right? So I go to the bathroom. I come back. And this kid's giving me attitude, right? He's giving me, like, oh, make sure, like, you finish next time before you do this and that. But before you go for, like, five minutes. And I was like, listen, bro, I finished. And he's like, yeah, but right when you were leaving, they brought things. And I was like, that's what cover me means. You know, you acknowledge, I was like, you acknowledge that you're going to cover what I'm doing. That means you do what I was supposed to do for the five minutes. Right. But he's saying it to me in this condescending way. And I thought about the kids fighting. Uh huh. And then in my head, I was like, I'm going to fucking punch this guy in the face right now. Cause like, it just brought up that feeling of like, it felt like he was almost kind of talking down to me. Right. Uh huh. And then he's like. Next time, um, and then he like mentions like two or three of the managers' names, right? He's gonna tell them about it, and I was all like, "Fucking tell them! What are you gonna tell them, bro? You gonna tell them that you said you were gonna cover for me and then got mad because you had to cover for me? That makes no fucking sense, right?" Jesus Christ! He gets that crazy in five minutes. There, I don't know. Yeah, well, it does get busy, but it's like, don't bitch about it, bro. You said you were gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if that's like the whole point of it. And like, I came back and like, he said it, I don't know, dude, in my head, I was just like, the way he said it to me with like the tone, I was just like, oh my God, I'm about to fucking get fired. I'm about to clock this kid straight in the mouth. (laughs) And I felt like he felt my aura. Cause like he was supposed to, the way it works is like, I do the chicken. He's supposed to like do the machines behind me. Yeah. Yeah. But he ended up switching with a different kid. So the other kid could do the machines. 
Jesus Christ. And like, and I, I just remember thinking, I was like, oh man, he's, I'm glad he moved away. Cause I was pretty mad because he was giving me shit for something he agreed to do. That seems pretty petty of the guy, bro. Like what the fuck? Yeah. It was weird. I don't know. Maybe he was having a bad day or something, but he like, he, uh, deflected his like emotion onto me and I'm not the right person to do that shit with. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> You know, kind of just going back to the story you told about those two brothers fighting. Yeah, that shit was. It makes me laugh because, like, I used to have stupid ass fights with my brother. One time, we were both trying to make a sandwich, bro. (laughs) And there was one fucking piece of cheese left. (laughs) So me and this guy, like, threw blows for this last fucking (laughs) piece of cheese. (laughs) But thank God, you know, it was in the comfort of our own home. Or maybe we would have had a Gerald to stop us. But (laughs) goddamn. Yeah, dude, the little brother fights. Like, if you're really close in age, I'm yeah, sure yeah, there's yeah. fights for random shit. Yeah, I don't have a brother that's close, but I should. Real fuck that kid, man. Like, why would you cover and then bitch about having to cover? Like, yeah, get that shit. Yeah, it was weird. It's just those two things in my head connected, and I thought it was like a funny thing that happened to me. Yeah, man. No, I could. I think because uh, was it an underage kid or what? He was. I think he's 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it would have been fine. Fuck it. You know. Honestly, like, I'm not the type of person to let people talk down to me like that. Like, I hate that shit. Yeah, it's all about tones, bro. Not you can tones. say something sometimes to me. Sometimes words, too, bro. Sometimes words, too. But like, I hate being called buddy. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit, dude. It is kind of demeaning, huh, if when they say buddy. If somebody calls me buddy, I'll be like, all right, pal. <laughs> you know, like, goddamn. I, I definitely understand where you're coming from, though, when people talk down on you and shit. Yeah, dude, you can just feel it in his tone. And I was just like, dude, no. Yeah, man. Like, look at me. I was like, you're a little bigger than me, but look at me. The, not the right person, bro. Not the right person. <laughs> Damn, man. Well, what else is going on in the world? Well, talk about the Democratic National Convention, right? Yeah, I didn't really watch any of it, to be honest. I didn't watch shit either. I heard Obama and Michelle spoke, so I looked up their fucking speeches on uh, on YouTube like everybody does. You know? Yeah, I heard Michelle said some like uplifting shit, but I didn't see what it was, and you saw what it was. so Yeah, I mean, I don't have specifics, to be honest. I'm just going to kind of speak on like what I took away from it as far as how I feel they both spoke about it. All right. Was it just anti-Trump shit, or was it like a... Uh... Um, it was like, like what I would explain their speeches as is like eating some fucking tuna in a really expensive restaurant because they were like talking, caviar or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, just tuna. Like, okay. <laughs> and it's like a really expensive restaurant or something. The only reason I'm using that analogy is because they were talking about some dumbass motherfucker, but they spoke about him like eloquently, like against him you know okay like obama did it a lot more like he was throwing a lot of shade like jabs and shade yeah yeah a lot of it like you know he was saying that a president has to be level-headed and make decisions based on fact not based on emotion and um you know that's like a straight jab to his like intelligence and stuff and michelle did some of the same things but she was more you're right like more uplifting like talking about what we could be or what, how important this next election is, things like that. Um, Another thing that stood out in my head that Obama said was um, it's crazy because there's actually a representative or a senator or something that just passed away. And he was a very important figure in the civil rights movement. All right. And um, 
he kind of referenced how people are being treated now to how people were being treated back then, you know, how like people are saying like, get out of my country and you got fucking white nationalists with fucking tiki torches. Right. Fucking, you know, shit like that. Like that would not have happened during Trump's presidency because Obama's you mean? Oh, I mean, Obama, sorry. Cause it wouldn't have been put up with, you know, those people would have, which don't get me wrong. All these people in Trump's presidency did like a bunch of them lost their jobs. I watched this vice documentary on one of the, one of the guys. All right. And uh, he was like the main organizer of the whole rallies and shit in Charlottesville or whatever. Um, and so they were following him basically when all that shit was going on. And then they interviewed him a year later and the year later interview is like gold, dude. Like it made me so happy because he ended up getting charges against him and he made a YouTube video and he got dubbed the crying Nazi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess a bunch of the guys that were there protesting with the tiki torches and shit all lost like their jobs because people tracked them down and where they worked and shit. But I mean, just takeaways from the DNC, those two, you know, Obama throwing a lot of shade, being very inspirational, talking about history and how, how it is now. And Michelle was just like inspirational and throwing a little bit of shade. Um, I recommend, you know, you go listen to him because it's kind of weird. Because when you hear politicians speak, you know, there's a certain way they speak. And I feel like Trump doesn't speak that way. Like he's very reactive. Well, here's my thing. I didn't watch either. I was just going to kind of go off of what you've been saying, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Michelle, obviously, she's like the most fucking loved first lady ever. She's like, I'm fucking, she was on all the TV shows. She was on Ellen, all that shit. I don't think I've been exposed to another first lady this as much as oh, Michelle Obama. Yeah, she, yeah. She was on fucking Jimmy Kimmel. She's on everything. Yeah. So I expect her to give like a really personable type of a speech. The type of thing where people can relate and like can kind of get along with her like they know her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then you go to Obama, who obviously is the more well-spoken of the two presidents. Yes. He's got he's got the uh the presence of it. You know, like he he he's got the the posture, the right speech, the right words. He uh he says things that are intelligent, but doesn't use the vocabulary that makes people feel stupid. So I can see them both giving big speeches. I also see Obama throwing mad shade because, like, at the end of the at the end of the day, you know, it's like fucking this team versus this team when it comes to our politics. You know, Democrats versus Republicans. Yeah, and, and they, they both hyped up Biden too. You know, which yeah, you obviously have to. they have to. They have to hype yeah. him up. I mean, he is he was his vice president. Yeah, but they but. Um, I think they genuinely feel like Trump's a piece of shit, but I think they also don't, you don't want to come off saying piece of shit because then you detract from like voter appeal. Yeah. If I remember correctly, there was a quote too, where he directly attacked him where he's like 170,000 Americans dead, millions of jobs lost. Oh, I saw that. You actually see the, uh, they did a study at a, I don't remember what college it was because it's always a fucking college that does these studies. Yeah, they, yeah. they did a study that said like most Republicans in office believe that the 170,000 was a like a worthwhile like the 170,000 people that died isn't too many people. They felt like that was the necessary risk that was involved or whatever. That's crazy, man. 
I mean, I don't know. I'm not good with that kind of stuff. I'm just going to kind of talk real quick about the way that I vote, you know? I just vote on what morally I think will benefit me the most. Right, and it just happens to line up. And it just happens to line up with Democrats more? Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, because I personally, people in my family have been affected by things that Trump's doing, you know? So that's why... Because, I mean, no matter who you vote for, you're fucked anyways. But I would rather be less fucked with one side than the other, you know? Um, I would just rather be less bugged by one candidate than the other. Because, you know, I heard that. And it's hard to get facts, man. Because it is people so hard only to get put out facts that benefit them. And there's so many. You don't even know where they're getting this shit. Like, there's there's research done by some company that gave them those stats. But... I always wonder, like, did they just go to one town and ask a hundred people in that town, and what the fuck? They just flip it, bro. Like, yeah. So, like, there could be like a study done that says like a hundred people died, a hundred people didn't die because of a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And one side could be like those hundred people that died, it was necessary, and then the other side could be like, but what about the hundred people that didn't? You know? Yeah, yeah. They just use the numbers to their advantage. So, yeah, I usually just go with my gut. Like, you know, I listen to the shit they say. And then I'm like, my gut says this guy is better than that guy. I don't really, I, I mean, I do kind of fall more liberal. Yeah. But I, but I follow my gut. But then I also think Trump's a piece of shit yeah. personally. So yeah. Yeah, because I mean, there's two Republican people that I really respect. One of them was uh, what the fuck's his name? He had McCain. Just away. McCain. Man, he was like. He, I don't know why, and it's a bad comparison, but he reminds me of like a a Rosa Parks kind of character, you know? Kinda, <laughs> Rosa Parks. Well, uh, the only reason I say that is because he goes against the grain, you know? Okay. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah. He he votes with actual like moral morale or whatever, like it's, Mitt Romney did or whatever. Mitt Romney, dude, that was my that second was the other one. guy. Yeah, that was my second one where I'm like, you know, these guys aren't scared to turn against their parties to do what's right, and so. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the politics for the day, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that's but. what we took from the DNC, because I didn't watch it. Pablo saw a couple of the speeches, and we just wanted to give, like, a flat. We wanted to address it, because there was a bunch of shit going on about it. But, like, I didn't even watch it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's pretty soon. I mean, we're fucking hitting up September now. October, November, man. November's fucking right around the corner. Is that when people vote in November? Yeah, it's the fucking November, man. All right, well, let's let's here's something I heard about. That's fucking weird, especially on the heels of all this Wayfair, Save the Children, all that shit, right? So Netflix had a show coming out. I actually think it's still coming out or already on there called Cuties, right? Yeah. And it's about, it's a French movie, a French film about this girl who like gets enamored with um, like this dance crew. But this dance crew of like girls is known for like twerking and shit, right? Okay. <laughs> and she's like 11. Right? Whoa. So it's going to be on Netflix or it is already on Netflix. Not sure. And it's basically about this girl and like what she goes through to join this twerking dance crew and like her, her feminine type life in that world. Right? Okay. But there was fucking immediate backlash because... I mean, think about it. Right now, the Wayfair shit was it's like a big conspiracy that I'm not proven, but a big conspiracy so far. Yeah, yeah. So if I look at it in order, it'd be like Epstein, Wayfair, uh, now the big Save the Children tags everywhere. And then this movie comes, this movie's getting put on Netflix that is about 
like little girls twerking basically because they're 11 maybe even if they're like 14 you know it's little girls twerking and people fucking were mad there was a big old petition that was signed by a shit ton of people because it's like uh they basically said it's like a pedophile's dream you know you're putting a pedophile's movie on netflix oh okay because it's just girls revealing themselves in like a sexual way and um the backlash sort of worked netflix did respond but all they did or all that has been reported so far that they did is they changed the description of the movie and they changed the like you know how like each movie's got the little movie poster when you scroll through yeah yeah they changed it from a more revealing type poster to like something more mundane okay so like people are still mad because they're not sure if netflix has responded enough it's fucking weird to me man <laughs> like i don't think kids should be sexualized in any way for sure but i think it's up to like the person to do that to them you know i see what you're saying because like me and you can watch the same thing and a pedophile can watch the same thing and we don't sexualize it at all, but yeah. they do because that's their thing. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking weird, man. Like it's a weird, weird ass topic, you know, especially And here's okay, so when it comes to the movie, I have a couple questions about it that I, you know, I want some feedback on. One, obviously the parents of the movie felt the movie was appropriate enough. I haven't seen it, but they felt it was appropriate enough for their kid to be in it. Yes. And I mean, there's two sides to that. Maybe they just wanted the money, maybe they want their kids to be famous, or maybe they just felt it wasn't that bad. Uh-huh. Right. But then there's the public side, like it doesn't matter that it was approved by like the family of the person, of the kids who are doing it or whatever, because yeah, yeah. publicly it just doesn't look right. It's so weird, man. We're growing up in such a weird age because like back back then you could release something like this and there wouldn't really be backlash because there was nowhere for people to put it on. Yeah, you also got to take into account that it's foreign. So like in foreign countries or like European countries, there's less of a like ratings, like rated R and stuff like that. You know, it's different from there to here. Like kids can be in like more adult type shit there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's weird to me because... <laughs> Just because it's a social norm there, should we be okay with it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that's yeah, the whole that's thing. Weird. That's weird because, like, I remember watching this movie where, like, no, it was a Vice documentary again. Where, <laughs> okay. Like, people in Kazakhstan, like, go and steal women. Okay. And marry them. Like, oh, okay. You, like, I, heard, I actually heard about that. Yeah, yeah, a girl you like and you can go take her and marry her. Yeah, yeah. And basically you'd, like, hold her against your will until she finally agreed to marry you. And, um... You know, while that's normal there, we definitely wouldn't fucking do that here. Even in Mexico, we wouldn't do that shit. Right. So it's just weird, like, social norms that people make. And, I mean, can, can we really be accepting of it? I don't know. Like, Or are you, or are you falling on it? Do you think that the twerking, like, I don't even know the, what the extent of the twerking is. I'm going to be honest. Because, like, people film their kids doing funny twerk type shit all the time. If this was my daughter... It'd be a hell no for me. No, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck no. Like, that's not happening, you know? And, you know, even if she was past 18, and I would not be okay with it, but I just, I'm, I'm a strong. They, they, you said they pulled it, right? Or they just changed things? They changed the description in the poster. They haven't officially pulled it yet. I think, I think it should be pulled. And it did win an award at like one of the film festivals. Uh huh. So, it's probably a good story 
because it won like a film thing. Because I mean, this sounds kind of weird the way it's being described. Like, it is weird because it's definitely being described as like a twerking kid video. Kid, yeah, and when you put it in those words, I'm like, hell no, no, like this should be pulled. I don't give a fuck. Kids and twerking should never be in the same sentence. Right. Well, there was a thing the uh, the director and or writer of it. I'm not sure who it was. Uh, the story is kind of based on like her personal experience. Yeah, yeah. And she said it's not so much about the twerking as it is like the story of it. Then why don't they just cut that part out? Like, I'm sure not. Uh, maybe that's what leads to it. You know, like it's yeah. kind of like it's like if you watch You Got Serve and the guy rid of the dancing. The dancing is like not the story, but it's like the core thing that drives each person to like certain parts of the story. You know what I mean? Because that's how she I don't meets. Know. I feel like that's the headliner for you got served. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's how she meets. Like, if she's in the twerking crew, right? And it's not so much about the crew, but like what kind of life that leads her into, you still have to kind of show her joining it. Unless you're going to start later in her life, I guess. I don't know, man. Maybe if it was like fictional, but this is, we're talking nonfiction here. Like, I think we're talking like fictional slash nonfiction, you know, like some derived from a true story based on a true story well i mean it's a documentary though right so i think it's a movie oh it's a movie i think it's a movie okay if it's a movie then ah, i don't know i thought it was more of like a docu documentary type thing so but i don't know should we be okay with that like i personally don't care i the whole save the children thing like i'm cool with but um unless the movie is showing it like excessively or something, but like if it's like a group of like five fucking girls in like a dance battle with like five other girls or something, and they do it for like three seconds or some shit, you know, I get I don't know the extent of it. That's what it is. Like if it's like a real quick thing, and then there's a movie around it, I don't think it matters that much. I probably wouldn't even watch this movie anyway. It just really depends for me, like because children twerking, like. Well, we're not going to sexualize that. Like you said, pedophiles would. So it's just a weird thing. It know? is weird. I don't the, think the, they think... should be given any sort of material like that. Right. Because the counter argument is that like a pedophile can sexualize any weird scene in any movie. You know, like little kids swimming, little kids just with their shirt off. Yeah, but I feel like this is a level above kids swimming or something this like that. This gives them a little bit more? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's fucking weird. I think it's different when you have kids, too. You yeah, know? so I guess we'll, we'll have to see if Netflix actually gets rid of it or not. I'm sure they will. They you think? They always crack under pressure, you know? Do they? Have they cracked under pressure before? I, I could imagine, man. I mean, something like this could destroy a company. I see that. It's also a sensitive time because you think about it. They got all the Disney shit pulled. And everybody else is coming up with their own streaming services. So, like, you want to keep your customers. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I mean, if I own Netflix and people were not okay with this and it was going around that people are not okay with this, yeah, I wouldn't double guess it, you know. I'd be like, all right, that shit's off. Just get rid of it? Yeah, because, I mean, there's this type of controversy and then there's, like, Tiger King controversy where it's, like, stupid as fuck, but everybody wants to watch it sort of shit. But That's true, right? This is, like... This bad, is, this bad might not publicity. be morally right, you know. Yeah, like bad publicity. Yeah, yeah. So, damn man. All right, well, that's pretty much it. Want to move to the hypothetical moment? Well, real quick here, kind of jumping NBA playoffs, man. I gotta talk about it real quick. All right, go for it. Fucking uh, Lakers are up two one against the Trailblazers. Um, 
I was watching the beginning of the game, and then my kids came home, so I had to change it. And then I watched the end score, and I was like, damn. Because they were losing pretty bad at the beginning. Um, but I'm looking forward. Hopefully, they make it to the next round. Because if they do, I guess they got some memorial jerseys they're going to wear for Kobe. Uh, okay. Yeah, so that'll be dope. Yeah, NBA playoffs are cool. Um, I know the Celtics swept the Sixers. I think Houston's up like 2-1. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first round, really, most of the time, the favorites win. I mean, sometimes there's an upset. Yeah, if, and if you guys didn't know, Gerald's a Celtics fan. I'm a, I'm a Laker fan, so you know, I just wanted to kind yeah, of throw so that in. Real my quick. team's already through, so I'm good. <laughs> now I'm waiting for the semis. Am, <laughs> All right, well, let's move to the hypothetical, though. All right. All right, so hypothetical moment. We're going with a, a classic. I'm sure you've heard this one somewhere, sometime. Because this is like super, like a super common question that's asked to people. And people, for some reason, you either turn into like fucking, I don't know, what are two examples? You like become like a pro, like a badass, or you, or you become like a piece of shit and you die. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. So, so how would you survive the zombie apocalypse? Fuck, man. That's the question. How would you survive the zombie apocalypse? And I guess we'll specify on like what type of zombies. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we're going to go with Walking Dead. Walking Dead zombies works. Yeah. And we'll, we should also specialize like your location. Like, do you have your family with you or is it just you? I'm going to go ahead and say the pandemic just started. Everything's going to shit. And you just found out they're zombies, so... But you're with your family. Or you're not with your family. Your family hasn't died. You're there with you, yeah. All right. We're going to go with that. But before we actually answer the question, we got to do another commercial. All right. <laughs> That's not, like, copyrighted, bro. All right, we're back, We're going to get in trouble for playing with that our shit. hypothetical. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we were talking about zombie apocalypse and how we'd survive them. We set the scenario as we just found out it's a zombie apocalypse and we're still with our families. Right. So, go, man. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. First, let me talk about my initial reactions to the zombie apocalypse. I think I'd be fine. I feel like all right, I'm with my family, right? So I feel like first thing I would do or we would do. We don't really have zombie apocalypse type vehicles, you know? Yeah. We got like a van, a car. I have like a Chrysler. So first thing you do is you beat the shit out of your neighbor and steal their truck. All right. I'm sorry, bro. Or you team up with them, you know? Whichever one comes easier. But you, you need a truck. Okay. You got and, that van. Yeah, we got the van. I think we take the van too just because it's spacious. And then we keep like all our basic type tools. Maybe right. not like electric type shit, but like, you know, regular saws, regular shit like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, my stepdad and my brother are really into fucking fishing. You know, so I feel like we could fish and like get our supplies pretty easy when it comes to fishing. Right. Okay. So I think our first first objective is to try to get. Some guns. We own no guns. 
you need guns if you're gonna fight zombies. Hell yeah, you do. And like knives and, and shit. I personally have like three swords in my house. Be fucking machoning it, man. Yeah, exactly. So I'm grabbing my swords, and I'm bringing them. They're not even sharp, but like I at least use them as like blunt force. Until I can get something to sharpen them with. I don't fucking know, man. I feel like you'd still cut somebody with that shit. Yeah, so I bring my swords. I think we'd all kind of pack up. Obviously, you'd be, there'd be like chaos, you know? So it'd be kind of like a chaotic type of like gathering. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you guys aren't that far. Maybe I call you and we try to set up like a family type base base res- like i don't think it would it would be somewhere not in the main town though right For so sure. like not even not your house not my house or apartments unless you can find like adequate enough like barriers to like board off board off your windows and all that type of shit yeah fuck no right cuz it's hard cuz you watch these shows and like you don't they don't show the general chaos. All you really see is like where they're at now and who survived. And then like flashbacks will show you like what happened. Right. So like, I'm not sure exactly how you would go about like finding a safe enough place. Yeah. It'd be hard, man. But I think I survived the initial, let's call I'll call it like the week of initial zombies fucking everything up. So how far are you making it, man? In life? Yeah. I think I could survive. I think maybe I'd eventually die to like some weird random zombie thing, but like the the first like the fucking craziness that happens right away, I think I make it out of the city. So let's kinda let's generalize this, all right? All right. There's ten seasons in your life. The tenth season is you made it to your happily ever after there's a new civilization. You know, chapter one obviously is where you started. So, what chapter are you making it to, man? Just me or the whole family? Do you think you're gonna make it? Just you in your life? Like, obviously, people are probably gonna die in our family um, from random like zombie attacks and shit. But as far as you, how far do you think you would make it? Damn. Um, it depends. Like. If Just it's, based on the story and the survival tactics you think you got, how far do you think you're going to Well, here's how I think about it. If it's just me, and I'm thinking about just me, I think I get to the end. Okay. But if it's just me, and I'm in like that family setting, you know, where like you kind of put other people before yourself. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like six. Okay. Because I feel like at some point there's going to come a time where like someone will have to do something. For you guys to be able to get away or something, and like you either get separated from your group, or like you you die, right? Yeah, yeah. But I also feel like it's something you would do, like if you consider like your younger siblings or your parents or something. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard. I, I kind of got a plan out. You got a, you got like a strategy. Yeah, I kind of have a strategy. Like for sure, I'd get together with some family, and we'd load up our fucking truck with. We'd go to the fucking sports store and take all the guns, all the ammo we can. Like a Cabela's or something. Fucking load the truck up. My with thing that about shit. my thing about like that is like it's so logical to go get the guns, right? Yeah. But yeah. I feel like in a place full of guns, there's a bunch of people. There's there, a right? bunch of people, and someone's gonna shoot you with a gun. Yeah, I mean, obviously you'd go prepared because I mean, uh, personally, we own guns, 
I'd probably leave with the shotgun, fucking go with a couple of guys, and I'm sure we'd be all right. Because I'm sure there's people thinking about it. But how many families have or are thinking about getting together in a family and having like four or five guys with you, you know? I feel like that's a little bit more a different situation. And who the fuck knows? Maybe the guys are running out of the fucking store and you just shoot them and take their gun. Like, Or they're just ignoring you too. They could just be trying to get away, you know? Desperate times call for desperate measures, man. Like, They might not be attacking me, but if they got a gun and they're running out of that store, bam, done, over. You know, if I got a gun first, I'm ready. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's my plan is food and ammo and fucking guns. Then... When you say food, do you mean like anything? Are you trying to get like canned? Just something to get you, just something to get you past the first couple days. You know, I haven't really thought about that too deeply. I just food. We pack whatever we can, take a bunch of food, and we dip. Honestly, we'd go out to like farmland and steal somebody's farm, like with cows and shit. So then we'd have more food to eat, and we just basically make that our fort. Um. I got little kids and shit I got to think about. So obviously they'd stay home during all this and hiding. And I'd probably leave my brother there to protect them because we'd probably get together, you know. And then while we all went and scavenged for shit. And then, yeah, we'd leave out to the wilderness and, you know, find a farm somewhere where maybe somebody wants to make a truce. And now we're taking that bitch. And uh, we're taking all the farm animals with us. Fuck it. All right. Well, here's what what I want to say. Let's say it is the zombie apocalypse and we've already... The initial thing has stopped, right? Okay. So, like, think about it like any show is, you know? Yeah, yeah. All the initial chaos is over, like, electricity's gone, uh, internet, all that shit that's always gone yeah, is gone, yeah. right? And um, you've made it out to wherever you're at. You're, let's say you're on a farm or in the woods or whatever, and you're with the family. <coughs> what's your move? Like, what's your next step? I mean, we'd basically just fortify that bitch. And what farm. are you trying to find, though? Because I feel like around here, a good place to go would be like maybe the dam. Really? Or like somewhere where like I feel like somewhere where like the walls are concrete as fuck already. So all you really have to fortify is like a perimeter type fence. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't know, man. I because like a house doesn't feel that fucking safe to you me. You know why I'm thinking house and farm is because it's sustainable. Like. You can breed the animals to have more food. Obviously, you'd want to fortify that bitch with like, like the way the Walking Dead did it was like with big ass logs that were pointy. So whenever the zombies came, they'd run into them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd want to fortify it, but I mean, mainly around the main house, you don't want to have a couple barriers like around the main house and then around one perimeter. So I don't know. It's after that, it would just be survival mode, man. Just trying to make sure nobody comes in and nobody leaves. That doesn't need to go out. Obviously, we'd have scavengers, and you'd probably be one of them because you're a smaller, quicker guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody would have their role on that place. Do you think place. you'd run into that thing? I feel like every zombie thing has always got that shit where, like, you find other humans, but they're never friendly. It's always like an... Like after the fact, you know, it's like an opposition thing. Like this, this group of people teamed up, your group of people teamed up and you're fighting over the resources of the set area. I'm sure it would happen quite a bit, man. Cause you know, I keep referencing back to the walking dead show. It just brings out that nature in people. You think there was a lot of situations where you're like, Oh wow. They finally found somewhere to be safe. And then out of nowhere, some fucking 
crazy ass other group comes through and destroys them or tries to destroy them and rick does some unhumanly things yeah <laughs> fucking rick bro <laughs> so i mean i could definitely see attacks and shit like that happening it'd be really hard man i think the biggest key would be to make sure that you always have lookouts well i think what you want is you want trusted people Yes. All right. So obviously, first thing in first instinct for anybody, if you have family around, is to get family. Yeah, yeah. But then you also want to grab your friends, like groups. But I'm talking about like your your friend friends, like the closer friends. The I don't know. Dies. Yeah, I don't know if like the guy I met twice at soccer that I'm okay with. I don't think I would invite him to be yeah, in, like yeah. my fucking my homies. But we'd be fucking bringing Devo and David and. I'm sure my brother's got some homies like that too. Honestly, yeah. I don't. You want to bring in the trusted, and then you guys like. I don't know. Then there's like a hierarchy system, almost. You know, like some people stay back, and then some people take the risks of going out. Yeah. And yeah. if you die, you know, you you're on the fucking team. Yeah, yeah. But scavengers, and I mean, everybody would like I said would have a role in shit. So I feel like my biggest fear would be like. I mean, you probably get used to the zombies, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, zombies, you know they're going to try to eat you. That's, like, their shit. They're going to fucking chew on you and shit. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, like, imagine getting caught by, like, an enemy human group. They could do anything to you, dude. They can like, violate you. They could, like, torture you. Fucking some sort of, like, mental torture, too. And there's all kinds of shit. That'd be hard, man. I'd probably lie and say I was bitten and shit. I feel like I wouldn't trust people anymore, man. I'd yeah. be so I would be so untrusting. Yeah, that would be a hard, hard ass situation, man. Like, cause you you see it time and time, even in those zombie shows, like backstabbers everywhere, man. Everywhere, it's fucking hard. But yeah, I mean that's basically my plan, and uh, depending on what the zombies look like too, cause there's some. And we said Walking Dead zombies, so yeah. So like, I think they they don't really they sort of run. I guess they like they got like a jog going. Yeah, because the nastiest <laughs> fuckers I've seen are the clickers off of uh, Last of Us, the video game. Yeah, those are some fucking nasty fuckers. So thank God it's Walking Dead. Zombies. Yeah, well, there's movies that have like zombies that run and shit too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, the what would you World call War Z? What would you call? Yeah, or like the I Am Legend things. What would you call those? Those are like fucking humanoid running sort of kind of smart not really smart zombies it's just the devil man fuck. <laughs> it's like some demonic type shit yeah fuck but yeah man that's basically my plan and i think uh food and ammunition is like the we live right by an army base would you try to go for the army base fuck no i wouldn't They'd probably be mowing people down, dude, because they don't know who the fuck is infected or not. For real, huh? They just fucking, like, you're just trying to get there and they're just shooting everybody with the machine gun? Yeah, fuck no. The only other alternative I would have if it's not a farm would be the the forest or something, you know? Somewhere out there. Um, just really remote where, like, people where can, can hide out. And if we have to have people leave, we can. Where you can fish and shit. Yeah, even just fishing or hunting, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's the sort of shit I would do. Fuck. Nah, well, that was a cool hypothetical. I feel like I've had this conversation with so many people, and there's always like a different little thing, you know? Because sometimes they'll be like, "What if it happened?" But it happened like right where you are right now, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Like, would you make a would you make a trek towards toward, towards where you expect your family to be, or like, if you're already in a different city, like if I'm in a different state, you know, what are the odds? Fuck. You know, so like no maybe odds. you just so maybe you just have to kind of go from there by yourself. Yeah, that's hard, man. I feel like um, movies and shows do a pretty good job of portraying a lot of that. Because, like, a lot of the people that joined Rick didn't have, like, any family and shit. Like, Glenn and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and some of them did have families, like, fucking Maggie and them, you know? So, yeah, it's just fucking weird to think about. I mean, I could definitely see the chaos at the beginning happening in the world, you know? People fucking storming Costco and just jacking all the shit. Oh, yeah. And then you got to, like, basically get all your shit from, like, random houses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm a fucking picky eater. I feel like I would not adjust to, like, dietary needs. Shit, you'd have to fucking adjust, bro. You're like, no, I don't want that fucking fish you just pulled out of the water. (laughs) Yeah. That's all we have to do, you motherfucker. (laughs) You better eat that fucking fish. (laughs) That's your dinner. Yeah. And I don't even like fish. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, that'd be nuts, bro. Well, you'd learn to love fish, bro, when you're starving. Just for sustenance? Yeah, fuck yeah. You'd have to be like, hey, can you give me some soup? Fuck no, we can't. I couldn't just fort up in like a jack-in-the-box and just fry tacos for like the next two years. I'm sure they got a shit ton of frozen tacos that'll last me two years. Hell no, bro. Depending, maybe if you eat one a day, but shit. That, That would be nuts. I always wondered, like... Like, we have, like, a Winco food warehouse here. That'd be, like, a good place to storm that people probably wouldn't even think about. The employees probably would. Probably just the employees, yeah. But we got the hook up there, so. I'd storm that shit, steal their stuff, grab a forklift, just bring a forklift with me wherever, you know? Yeah, that'd be crazy. But damn, how would you survive the zombie apocalypse? Let us know. Yeah, that was the hypothetical. Super common one. Zombies are always fun to think about. I feel like there's limitless answers, and I feel like most people think they're going to survive, but most people aren't going to survive. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that initial chaos is going to kill off so many people. For real, because, like, you never even know. I could just, like, walk outside and get, like, mauled Start by, like, sucking. people and shit, you Get know? mauled like, by, like, nine of them or get fucking run over or some shit. Yeah, just that chaos. People get into flight, fight or flight mode, so... But yeah, crazy, crazy shit. And then we don't know what the fucking zombies are going to look like anyway. So crazy, crazy situations, man. Cool. Well, that's the end of the episode. All right. Well, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Fucking A, dude. That's good.